Thank you for listening to Bakersfield Observe, the podcast with Richard Bean. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at Centric Healthcare and King Door Company. Welcome to Bakersfield Observe with Richard Bean, a podcast for and about Bakersfield and Kern County. Richard's guests are newsmakers, influencers, and personalities who address topics of interest to you and your neighbors and your community. The discussion is fast, informative, and always civil. Now, here's your host, Richard Bean. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to episode 31 of the Bakersfield Observe podcast. We record it right here at the American General Media Offices off California Avenue and Highway 99. We have a special guest, a special presentation this week. This is our Christmas week edition of the Bakersfield Observe podcast. You can get this podcast via Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also access it on Kern radio.com as i said this is a special broadcast this morning we're celebrating christmas with our friend old friend of the of the program here mr rick kreiser the founder of guitar masters which has brought so much good music to this community in multiple venues including this very special christmas program where we're going to be talking about the wildly popular christmas with the crank tones rick kreiser welcome back how are you sir Hey, Rico, I'm just fine. Merry Christmas to you. You know, I, I got to say, Rick, this has been the last year and a half through COVID has been absolutely nutty. And I think that when a lot of people talk about the desire for the return to normalcy or something that that looks more like what normal used to look like, that includes going out to dinner, going out to see a show, doing all the things that the Guitar Masters has brought us. And yet, here we are, even though we have a new wave with this new variant, the Omicron uh, variant, we're going to have a show this week. Let's talk about Christmas with the Cranktones. Happy to. Talk to me about it. So we're talking about next Wednesday, which is the 29th. It's going to be at the Crystal Palace. This is year... Well, let's, let's talk about seventh. the Crankney. Yeah. Yeah. Talk, talk. Well, so this is our seventh year with, uh, with this little stand-up band out of, uh, out of Southern California. A little stand-up and, band. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, uh, points everywhere. Uh, you know, a good friend of mine who's become a good friend of mine, you've met him, you've known him uh, just about as long as I have, Carl Verheyen. Oh, uh, just a love spectacular, that guy. He's a great, great guy. And it's a, just so nice to make these acquaintances and watch them, you know, watch these acquaintances become friends over the years. And Carl, certainly uh, the leader of that pack anyway. So, so Carl and a bunch of his studio buddies and touring musicians, you know, um, for a lot of reasons. And of course we know that last year and a half isn't, isn't their usual schedule. So uh, they do have some time around the holidays by design. And so we've brought them up to, Oh, the Hall of Fame earlier, and then we grew out of out of Kyle's place and went to the Crystal Palace, and so we call it Christmas with the Crank Tones, and these are just some spectacular musicians. Then they make up a lot of cool stuff as they go along, but they also will play a bunch of Christmas favorites, and and so we just have a great time, and and we're there to we're there to support the Kern County Cancer Foundation, 
which means a lot to so many people uh, in funding local uh, needs for supplementary income as far as uh, paying for treatments, uh, you know, eliminating the choice of whether they can make their rent or, or pay for their treatment. And so that's an important organization to this community, exclusive to this community. And so we just thought, well, well, why not? And over the course of the last six years, we're just close to touching $300,000 that this community has raised at this event uh, for the fund. That is stunning. If you guys aren't familiar with the Kern County Cancer Foundation, it is, as as Rick just says, it, it, it's a place where people in need can go. If you have a loved one who's battling cancer and you're you're in a bad situation, maybe you can't afford uh, to, you know, uh, maybe you have to drive to L.A. or do something or or there, there, there's pressing needs. This is a place that, that really meets those needs. And as, as Rick says, through his the Christmas of the Crank Tones, almost $300,000 to that foundation. And Rick, you have, uh, I know sometimes it's difficult to talk about it, but you, you know, cancer has, has been a part of your life and you've lost some loved ones. You want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, part of having family and friends in your life is being able to celebrate them when, when they've left us early. And, you know, I count that. It's not fun all the time, obviously, it's, it's, but it's part of who they were to us. And so, yeah, it's been all over our family. Um, you know, my father-in-law and my business partner, Bob Carney, and my mother, and my niece at 13 years old, mm-hmm. my wife, um, and then most recently, of course, Christopher, my son, yeah. uh, been three years and five days. Uh, so it's, while we didn't have the kind of uh, requirements financially because of the various reasons uh, that, that uh, during their treatment, there were some investigational therapies that, you know, typically don't cost the family a lot. But nonetheless, there's a lot of ancillary costs. We didn't have to tap something like the cancer fund, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I'm not the majority you know, and, and having it here uh, at the time when you need it most uh, is, is very fulfilling. And, and we just feel that it's important to support those causes where there's a tangible benefit that everybody sees. Well, it's, a, it's a great thing you do. Talk to me about, uh, was there, a, as you neared kind of the end of the year and the crank tones is, is, is now basically inst- it's an institutionalized kind of show in our town. When did you decide that it was a go? Because, you know, this, this virus thing has been on and off and we get a lot of mixed signals from our own government and what are we going to do? And people are still, people in certain, depending on your age and your health, you may be more reluctant than others to go out. When did you decide it was going to be okay to do it? Well, the, the palace uh, really was driving that decision. Of course, they've, they've been, because we, we really, I, I, I'm not the kind of guy who's got a lot of time to experiment with brand new venues and so forth on the fly. So I, if it was going to happen live this year, uh, it needed to happen at the Palace. And uh, they cracked the doors open after more than a year and a half uh, around Thanksgiving and, uh, and are doing great. You know, the food is wonderful. Uh, Matthew's done a great job kind of increasing the space at the Palace uh, between the tables. Sometimes it got a little snug mm-hmm. just because, you know, it's, it, everybody wanted to be there. Sure. Uh, 
but we wanted to be respectful as well. It's a different day and time, as you know, Rico. So, um, so they've reduced the capacity of the palace. And so we'll all be downstairs this time. Uh, we'll get back to the balcony maybe next year, but all downstairs this time. And, uh, and there's a few fewer seats. So you'll feel very comfortable. That was part of the decision because, um, you know, well, let's just say I'm, my audience is like me and like you. Let's let's call them mature, shall we? Mature. And, let's yeah. call them wise. <laughs> let's call them mature. Okay. <laughs> and you know, you want to make it comfortable for everybody, but um, but we we will have uh, almost three hundred people there. We're uh, very near, very nearly full. Um, wish we could have the balcony, but we'll do that next year and and get as many folks in there as possible. So now, if somebody, uh, you mentioned you're almost full, but if, if, if somebody wanted to inquire or maybe get on a list of if, if people counsel or whatever, where would they call? Well, you can call the Kern County Cancer Foundation at 862-5174. And this is going out, I'm sure, worldwide. So that's area 661-862-5174. Maybe you need the country code because your broadcast is... Exactly. Really, you don't know how many people... My, my audience in Dubai is, it, is it's robust. stunning. Stunning. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 862-5174 if you want to inquire about tickets. Rick, this, this show is not just a Christmas show. I mean, the, 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 the talent that you have on stage, you need to talk about that because this isn't some <laughs> backup band from you know, Laurel Canyon that has nothing else to do. Talk to, talk to me about who we're going to see. Well, all those folks in this, in this band, the, the, the crank tones have, uh, you know, played since the days and uh, played together since the days of uh, Laurel Canyon. Mm-hmm. So, so they're no strangers to each other. And part of what that brings when you watch musicians that know, you know, they're kind of, they're, they're doing their own thing up there, even though there's a song going on and everybody recognizes it. You know, they can do some very subtle musical uh, interludes in that, in, in what you know is a, a framework, and they are entertaining themselves up there as much as they're entertaining you. Um, and that's one of the, for me, one of the most fun things uh, is to watch them, and, and when they throw a solo to somebody, um, they'll just be amazed at each other's talent, mm. and, and there's something to be amazed. I mean, Carl was... Uh, front guy, you know, a guitar player for a band called Super Tramp for mm-hmm. many years, and and so he's played arenas all over the world. Uh, Jim Cox has played with Lyle Lovett and Mike McDonald and Boz Skaggs and uh, James Taylor, uh, Chad Wackerman. Thirty years with or thirty albums with Frank Zappa. Can you imagine oh. what that must have been like? <laughs> One of the great jazz drummers of of, uh, of our age, oh, wow. the whole Wackerman family. John Ferraro, again, from Barbara Streisand, Beth Midler, Burt Bacharach, you know, a great studio drummer, touring drummer. Craig Copeland's a studio singer out of uh, L.A., a lot of backup, uh, Neil Diamond's vocal band for years. And then Tom Child is a Disney Imagineering executive. Hmm. He helps design the rides. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable lineup there. And then... Yeah. And then uh, and then we've also invited, we also invite a special guest. We've had okay. Lawrence Juber and Sonny Landreth out of uh, New Orleans. 
uh, we've had uh, uh, and, and Albert Lee, our good friend, has been there, right. and John Jorgensen is going to join us this time. I got. Oh, I love John Jorgensen. Yeah, he's been in the studio a number of times, and he's just a sweetheart of a guy. Desert Rose Band. In the Desert Rose Band was uh, was one of his first. Kind of took him from a local musician down in Southern California playing three different bands in a single day in at Disneyland, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. Remember those guys with the corny little uh, plastic hats, you Uh know, marching down. Yeah. So he's a master of about a dozen or more instruments. And, and John started this desert rose band with Chris Hillman, Herb Peterson, Steve Duncan, uh, and, and, and really set that country, you know, country rock uh, mode into high gear in the nineties in, in Southern California. Uh, then he got a gig with um, uh, playing uh, tours with uh, Elton John. Yeah, oh, wow. And so uh, uh, there's a lot of threads in the family that lead back to that. It takes a little too much time. but So he played seven years with Elton's touring band and actually in 2019 did the European leg, uh, played 20 shows in Europe uh, uh, on the Goodbye Yellow Brick Road tour. Hmm. Uh, but more importantly, He's just a, just a stunning musician and a great guy. And to see him have fun with those guys up there is uh, something you really want to be a part of. Are there going to be any uh, COVID restrictions, any, any mass protocol that people uh, need to be aware of for Wednesday night? Well, nothing's changed at the Palace. So whatever, uh, whatever they have standardized on the county or the state will be in place. We, It's a restaurant, so we're not insisting that people wear masks, you know, while they're eating and those sort of things. And so once you're inside, I think it's fine, but they'll have, you know, whatever's appropriate. And again, to your comfort too, Richard, I mean, if, if, if you need to, to feel safer that way, we certainly respect that and and endorse it. So, um, uh, but there are, there are no, uh, Vax pass requirements and so forth because we'll only have 300 folks in there. So we uh, we don't have the the mass gathering, although we could probably have a mass gathering, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> but we'd have to do three shows. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me. What what time does the show start? Well, dinner uh, dinner serves at five, and I would really encourage listeners if they do choose to try and pick up a ticket to this show to support the palace. You know, yeah. we've we've uh, uh, worn that banner a long time or for for many months now to try and keep these folks. Um, you know, humming along and serving us and entertaining us. And part of that is, you know, the, the food and beverage part of the palace is what makes it tick. So um, we'd encourage that. So dinner service starts at five. The show will start at seven. We'll go a couple hours. You know, we don't go into the night. We're all kind of old, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, uh, but at nine, nine thirty, you know, we'll, we'll call it a night. So it's, uh, it's, you know, a good weeknight activity, but the show will start at seven uh, we'll give away some money and we'll have some fun, but it's mostly about the music. Absolutely. Oh, and I've also got another surprise. Wow. Uh, we'll not let it be a surprise. So Chad Wackerman is a drummer, one of the drummers I spoke about. His daughter, Sophia James, some of your listeners may make a loose connection there, was I think she made it to number seven or number five or something in the uh, American Idol a couple of seasons ago during oh. uh, during the lockdowns. They they had the you know in your home thing. She made it to Hawaii and so forth. Sophia's a wonderful vocalist, so she's going to come up oh. and uh, and sing a few songs with the band, some Christmas uh, music, and she's a great songwriter too. 
So uh, we've just packed as much as we possibly can. And Carl sent me a note last night saying, hey, we just rehearsed. And even though we didn't need to, <laughs> we just rehearsed. And he says, I've never heard the band sound. Oh, I'm loving that. This is all, I'm telling you folks, this is a very, very special show. Tickets are not going to be that easy to get, but if you contact the Kern County Cancer Foundation, you'll see either get on a wait list or uh, there, there might be some tickets float, floating around. Uh, yeah, so, we'll do our best to accommodate without kind of overcrowding. You know, that's sure. that's uh, kind of a concern that the, the palace has as well. Uh, but it's a cheap date. You know, it's 50 bucks, and and the 50 bucks, the check gets made out to the cancer foundation so all of it get, goes all of it all goes you don't you know you don't skimmy it. off top or put some in, in in your back pocket for gas money guitar masters is paying for the show look at that and we're giving uh the ticket money uh season tickets sponsors everything goes to the fund that's terrific rick you're so you're it's not a sustainable business model well, no right. no it isn't <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. That's why I'm retired. Yeah, I, uh, I know. you're very familiar with that. <laughs> hey, take take us. Let this is going to be. You know, this is a slam dunk. The the crank tones is such a popular show. Talk to me when you, when you look at 2022 and guitar masters, and we've talked about this before because you live in a world where you're talking to cats and saying, "Hey, can I see you in six months or seven months?" I mean, you work way down the road here. What does 2022 look like to you? How optimistic are you that we're going to be able to have live shows in California with, uh, with, with either with or without protocol or whatever, like you're doing Wednesday night? And can you give us any hint of who you may have lined up? Well, sure. You know, I'm, uh, uh, it is a little bit slower getting started. I would ordinarily have the first quarter kind of, you know, in the bag, if you will, and in normal circumstances. But, um, but I don't have any signed shows. But I do have some commitments, uh, you know, verbal commitments for uh, March, April, and December. And and we can, you know, part of the joy of it is just finding folks that are really willing to come out and play. And and they all are, by the way, Richard. Not hard. <laughs> to find talent these days yeah. because they they live to play live right you know they're they're not living for you know making a record or a download or anything else you know they want they want the interactivity with the the patrons so that's not the hard part it's trying to schedule and and make sure there's you know the likelihood of canceled dates uh is not so great. So you kind of have to watch the landscape, you know, you know, is it tightening up? Is it loosening up? And whenever we get to the other side of this mountain, then I think we'll, we'll start seeing uh, a lot more, but I, I intend on trying to bring eight to 10 shows to, to town, um, next month or probably next year. Um, and you know, it's, it gets my yayas out, Richard. And, you know, I, I just love doing it. You know, Rick, talk, talk, Talk to us just for a second about when you said these people live to play. I mean, I think a lot of there's a public perception of a successful road artist who's playing at Rabobank or there in front of a packed house at the Fox. And in truth, a lot of these guys bring the same energy and love to performance, whether they're at a house concert or 
at Mechanics Bank, I said Rabobank. Uh, and these these smaller venue shows or these show now and I'm not saying that the Crystal Palace is a smaller venue, but you understand what I mean. You know, these weekday oh, clearly, yeah. these weekday shows, you know, what is, is this for these guys, is this this is their this is their driving passion. Is this is this like practice to them? Or is it is it all the same? I mean, it's just the love and the commitment to the to the performance and the music. Well, it, it is entirely that. You know, there's two components that I notice all the time, and that's I mentioned earlier, the interactivity of the artists with their friends and fellow musicians on stage, but really how they connect to the audience can't be replicated, you know, on a YouTube video. You know, can't you know these guys have have uh, tried to reinvent themselves to maintain a stream of, you know, reasonable income uh, when they couldn't do what they normally do, which is sometimes go to a studio and record, although that continued for the most part. But live shows certainly were uh, very, very few and far between over the last 18 months, if they existed at all. So a lot of these folks, you know, hey, let's bring a camera in here, get some decent lights and sound and bring it into my den and I'll do a show for the tip jar, mm-hmm. just like they were doing, wow. you know, when, when they started yeah, you know, right, 50 right. years ago. And, uh, and, but, but to, but it never replaced being able to stand on stage and yes, have people show their, their uh, admiration for sure. you, right. but really be able to hone your craft and do some on the spot things that just really, uh, fills their heart as well as gives the audience something they can't duplicate on a record. They'll hear the same thing every single time. Right, right. You know, and it might be nice, you know, if you got a turntable like Matt Clark, but, uh, you know, <laughs> it, it it's still not the same right, as exactly. looking into the eyeballs of somebody saying, wow, that was cool, do it again. Right. <laughs> and... And, and they've uh, got so to be itchy, as you said earlier. They got to be itching. I mean, they haven't been. A lot of these guys haven't been performing at all. I mean, they've got to be itching to get back on the road, right? Yeah, I, I know that uh, uh, Jim or Ch- Chad was out with James Taylor uh, until that tour stopped, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know Jim's done some dates, Carl's done some casuals, but you're right. Uh, as a as a band, of course, as a band, I like to say the Cranktones don't really exist. Mm-hmm. They only exist when all six of them show up together, and they do it <laughs> for Kern County and, and for yeah. us and the Kern County Cancer Fund. And yeah, you, of they'll, course, they'll do a couple of rehearsals in L.A. for Bakersfield. How do you like that yeah, one, Richard? Like that, yeah. <laughs> now they like to go down to a little place, great little jazz club called the Baked Potato. Huh. in uh in studio city really and oh yeah um i always wondered how it worked but it's a, a t- maybe a 15 20 dollar cover uh nine 99 people think that's strategic 99 people capacity oh. and i really I, I was asking the proprietor I said well how do you make this how work? do you make money how do you make it? I looked at the menu. All he sells are potatoes, and they're all $27. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, Justin. Is that right? Are they really? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, you just get any kind of potato you want with anything you want on it. Oh, and, uh, I love and it. And two drink minimum, and there you go. I love so it. So that goes a long ways. But those guys, I mean, the 99 people, not a big room, Richard. Yeah, right. So... 
but those guys will go down and, and work things out and play with some of the greatest musicians uh, in the world because they just drop in and play. It's just amazing. It's a, it's a great yeah. little place. But you're right. I mean, the, the structured shows, you know, where you've got a, a tour is magic to these guys because, you know, you have a job every night. You know, and when the holes show up in the tours because of canceled or postponed shows, then, you know, the economics get pretty edgy. You still have a band to pay. You still have a bus or cars or hotels and food, and you're not home. So they try and make sure that there's a reasonable chance of stability. And then once in a while, I get to be a fill-in date if they have to be in the area. <laughs> well, it's a fill-in. Like that, that's your good fortune and our good fortune. Are you kidding me? The talent you you have brought to the town over the last seven years has just been amazing. I'm looking forward to you bringing you know getting past this COVID as much as we can and getting back to some degree of normalcy. Again, we're talking about Christmas at the Crank Tones, Wednesday night. That's the 29th at the Crystal Palace. Doors open dinner. Get there early, folks. Open at 5, showtime at 7. You'll be out the door by 9, 9.30, uh, as, as Rick says. Rick Kreiser has been our guest. He's the founder of Guitar Masters, brought so much good music to this town, and the Christmas the Crank Tones has become one of more, our most beloved Christmas institutions. Rick, I wish you well. Thank you for coming on to help promote this, my friend. And I hope you'll sure. come back on the show, and we'll talk about some of the new guests you've got coming in. Yeah, we'll we'll hopefully uh, start start firming things up maybe in the first week of January and see how the landscape is there. But uh, I'd be happy to join you anytime. It's always a privilege. And uh, Merry Christmas to you, Rick. Merry Christmas to you, my friend. Thank you, Rick Kreiser. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Bakersfield Observe, the podcast with Richard Bean. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at Centric Healthcare and Premier Lighting.